Okay, what does everybody always say when they hear about someone becoming a resident assistant, you know, an RA? Free housing, right? Well, it turns out being an RA is a little more complicated than that. The RA application deadline is February 7th, and if you're thinking of applying, I got just the person here to hear from, a real RA. Today, we have a real RA here on the Slugcast, and it's someone you all know. Returning to the Slugcast, it's Cynthia. Cynthia, for people just tuning in, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, for sure. Hey, y'all. Um, my name is Cynthia. I used to be a Slugcaster as well here with Sharon. I took on a brand new endeavor of working as an RA here in our wonderful UCSC campus over here on the west side of campus over in Porter A and B. Uh, yep, you left us to go be an RA. And so why don't you tell us what it's like being an RA? What are some of your general responsibilities and what are your responsibilities when you're specifically on call? Yeah, for sure. So overall responsibilities, I think there's a good variation of things that we have to do and things that I get to do in order to interact with my fellow residents, which I would have to say that there's usually an maybe about three to two RAs assigned per floor, at least here in Porter A, which is where am I located at, um, Porter A, sixth floor. Um, so what I get to do is that I have maybe about 40 residents under my charge. So that's a couple of good chunk of rooms there. Now, what my job is, is that if these residents have any concerns with anything that's going on within their roommates, or maybe they're having some issues that they just want somebody to speak to, that's what I'm there for. So not just on top of that, if they might be having any sort of issues, um, even if they just want to have some sort of interaction or if they feel like something with even facilities could be improved, that's what I'm there for. Now, I know you also mentioned something about being on call, which uh, doesn't really happen that often. Maybe happens at least per RA, somewhere between three to five times per quarter. Now, within those days, we're either set to have basically a phone, which redirects all the phone calls that would go to the office from the time range of around 5 p.m. all the way until 8 a.m. the next morning. And if you were to get locked out of your room, if there were an emergency to happen, if you just need to talk to someone as well, call that number. Usually it's shifted around every day. You never know who might answer that day, but basically we'll try to help you out as much as possible with anything. And just to kind of make it a little bit more like updated with maybe what some of you might be doing or might be curious about that we would do right now being on call is if you have any questions in the moment, like let's say you might have just tested positive for COVID, you would call the RE on call number. And what we would be able to do is give you and text you further instructions and in what to do and the exact steps of who to contact, what forms to fill out and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Now, obviously being an RA works differently than other jobs. And so how many days and hours do you work or at least how does that work? Yeah, for sure. Um, so it would be considered more of like a 24 hour job optimally with the addition of maybe those set hours of when we're on call, which is if it's on weekdays, we would be working again from five in the afternoon until 8 a.m. the next day. 
And if it's on weekends, we would have a full-on 24-hour shift. So if anything were to happen within those timeframes, um, whoever's on call and their partner, which are primaries and secondaries, we would be able to reach out and we would be the designated people to be able to handle the situation. Now, in addition to that, which is something a little bit more on the fun side of days that we have specific dedicated times, is when we host events for y'all. Now, I know it's definitely been a little bit more difficult this quarter and also a little bit last quarter just because of a lot of the COVID restrictions. This quarter, we cannot have any in-person events. However, when we do schedule those events out, those are dedicated times that we are dedicating to you, the students, to be able to have a little bit of fun, a little bit of interactions with your fellow residents or maybe even your floor, and just to be able to get to know each other a little bit more and get to know us as well. In all honesty, it sounds like our RAs are working really hard. And so to balance that out, what are some of the perks or payments of this role? Oh my gosh. I think <laughs> one of the best perks I could definitely say about this role slash job is just getting to see the interactions and kind of like this, the friendships that blossom within residents. I think just seeing how you can help foster a community I think that's like one of the most rewarding things I've seen. Like when we first got here last quarter, none of my residents knew each other at all. This is the first time either they're meeting their roommates. This is the first time they're meeting those people across from them, even down the hall. But looking little by little and even just saying little things like, hi, how are you doing? Checking in on them. And then little by little, you kind of notice that they start checking in on each other. You notice that they're starting to hang out with each other like in the dining hall back then you would see them saying hey we're gonna go out to the beach right now you want to go with us and it's like seeing that i think is the most like amazing thing because you wouldn't think that you would be that stepping point for them to enable them to have these interactions with each other and be encouraging in that way that they would have not have developed like these really like nice friendships and these support systems like especially through all that we're going through and even just like in the normal college experience i think that's the most rewarding thing that was really sweet that's really sweet um so our listeners who are listening to this podcast are you probably people considering becoming an ra and so getting into the actual like reality of it what's the payment for this job like I will let y'all know your payment is your living, housing, little shoebox, and your meals. That's it. <laughs> there's no, there's no stipend. There's no like actual like we don't get a check or anything. However, I feel like the cost kind of like evens out for the amount of work that we're doing and the time that you're dedicating. That instead would be like the amount that you would be putting in to paying for a room or paying for your meal plan and it's like completely covered like for the entirety of the year so i think that's a good payment enough of itself <laughs> definitely yeah now looking at the other hand what are some of the downsides to being an ra or at least some of the things you weren't expecting that were a little surprising even if they aren't necessarily categorized as a downside Right. Um, I definitely have to say some of the things that have been like really surprising and that have been a little bit more on the difficult side is definitely whenever you have to be able to sort out um, roommate disagreements, just having to be that mediator. The first, like the first couple of times, I'd say it's a little intimidating just because 
you're having to be there and diffuse down a situation between these roommates for you don't know how long has that has been going on and you basically have to be standing your ground and making sure that you have to find a way to alleviate this and also be able to be a point that both parties or as many parties as there are feel comfortable reaching out to you to try to come to a solution. I think that's been a challenge, definitely, but little by little, I feel like you grow from it. So I think that has its own merits. I think something that was really unexpected just definitely seeing how much your residents, if you develop a really good relationship with your residents, seeing how much they actually like care about you and how much they want to give back, I think that's one of the most unexpected things I would probably say that came out of this job. Like my dad being an RA kind of told me like when he was here in like the 80s, like how he really fostered a lot of really good relationships with his residents and even then like when we came here for move-in um somebody that somebody recognized him while he was helping me move in and it was one of his old residents and she still recognized him even though literally graduated in class of 1989 it's been that many years no phone number contact no nothing Yet I remember her distinctly saying how much of an impact he had made just by being there to listen to her and just being really supportive. So even just kind of starting to pick up on that my residents are kind of reciprocating something similar like that, that was super unexpected because all I do is just say hi and check in on them. But when they notice that I might not be looking too good or like I look a little bit down, they immediately, they, I, they have my phone number and everything. They have me on, I made a discord for them. They immediately start like bombarding me with messages saying, hey, if you need to talk, if you need anything, we're here for you. We really love you. We want to make sure that you're fine. I think that's really unexpected. I never thought my residents would care about me that much. <laughs> well, that's so sweet that you were able to find a support community within your residents. And I think that's really good because it's a lot of people's first times here at Santa Cruz, whether you're a transfer, a first year, or even a sophomore, like it's basically everyone's first time. And so for our last question, a bit back to the start, how did you end up becoming an RA and what was the process like? Well, initially, my dad had mentioned the position to me and he would just kind of like always tell me like, oh, it's really, it's a really enriching experience for you to be able to do this. You'll definitely mature a lot. And I will say I've definitely matured a lot and I feel like I can handle a lot of really tough situations after things that I've seen, things that I've had to deal with. Um, I was like, okay, like I'll see, but I was like, I'm not sure yet. And then the whole slug cast group, Lydia and Danny, giving you a little shout out in there. Danny particularly was the one who kind of coaxed me into like saying, you know what, maybe you should take it on as a way to just kind of like interact with others during your last year here at UCSE and also as a way to be able to help me um, be able to afford housing and meals because I had no way of being able to afford them. So a little bit of both of those things were pretty much what got me into saying, okay, like I'll give it a shot. It seems like it has both its like quote unquote financial benefits, but then also it's very much like social benefits and personal benefits. Process itself was not too difficult. We ended up finding out the whole like um, applying for a job sort of thing through the online ER system. After that, um, you they look at basically your resume and they decide if you've got the qualities of 
somebody who can definitely take on the hardships and the leadership role of being an RA. They do an interview with you, which is the CREs, which are basically people who kind of manage all the RAs, and a couple of other people who are in charge of housing, and also we're gonna have another RA sitting within that meeting. They'll just tell you like what to expect, and they'll also give you a couple of questions just to kind of gauge how you handle situations, how you react, how you implement these leadership abilities that you've told them that you got. From there, you'll hear back in a good while, because a lot of people apply. And yeah, they'll let you know if you've made it in or not, but I'd say definitely a little bit eye-opening to make yourself vulnerable to basically explain yourself as to how you feel that you can manage all these things and then after a while actually have to manage and do all these things. It's a lot, but it's definitely worth it. I'd say that if y'all want to definitely sign up for an RA, applications are still open. They close, I believe, February 7th. That's the last yep. day you can turn them in. If you want to be an RA in your favorite college, you never know, you might get the chance. If not, it's definitely a cool experience being able to be flung around to a different college than you're used to. Every college definitely has its own environment, its own vibes, and each RA like basically RA group is pretty different from another and definitely we all support each other and it's not just the job itself but also the kind of friendships that you make and the community that you build within the RAs as well is really motivating and is really it's really wonderful so yeah apply <laughs> Yes, apply. February 7th, plugging in again. But thank you so much, Cynthia, for making your mini return to the Slugcast on this very special episode. I appreciate you taking time to do this. No, well, thank you for being able to invite me back, even if it's just for a snippet of a minute. <laughs> Definitely, please go and listen to every other episode that we've all posted here on the UCSE Slugcast. And just giving y'all a heads up, we definitely put in so much love and care into what we do here. And we want y'all to listen in because we want you to be able to hear the voices of campus as true as they are. So for those of you curious about becoming an RA, I put the student leader application in the description box of this podcast. Right now, UCSE is taking applications for both resident assistance and neighborhood assistance. The application is open until February 7th. There will be individual interviews between February 10th through February 12th, and decisions will go out in March. If you aren't fully sure about whether this is something you want to do, the link I put in the description box has both student leader testimonials from 2021 and a list of other student leader positions. Until next time, this is Sharon signing off of the Slugcast, brought to you by the Division of Student Affairs and Success.